What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast. And I'm one of your hosts here every single week. My name is Mitch Oliver, and with me, as always, I got my pal. I'm Boozy. Boozy. And today, we are going to be discussing the, the late... I don't know if it's the latest, but it is A22, 2022 A24 release, Bodies, mm-hmm. Bodies, Bodies. Or as Boozy said, Bodies Times 3, a.k.a. Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Spin that track, homie. Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. um 21 can you do <laughs> something for me? i like that that's the first thing you go for can you play drowning pool for me <laughs> do your thing drowning pool do your thing uh but yeah that's uh so we're gonna talk about that at the end of the show the last like half hour ish as we normally do uh-huh, but uh-huh. Uh, before then, let's catch up. Boozy, how have you been? Uh, you know what? I've been fantastic. I'm finally getting back to a not night schedule. Uh, so for anyone who had to work nights, it sucks dick. Man, um, remember, I feel for everyone. Yeah, remember when we started the terror table, I went on, I immediately went on three months of nights. Yeah, and, and you that- were scrambled like eggs. Oh man, yeah, I was rough. And I like my biggest memory of that is like because you get home at six or seven in the morning. So I was I got home like after work. So I was like, hey, I, Mitchie Poo just finished work. I, I can have a little drink if I like. <laughs> <That's> like <laughs> I, I remember having it was like around Christmas and I was drinking wine at like 7 a.m. because I was like, hey, this is technically my 7 p.m. for some people. Yeah. It's just all alcoholic shit where you're like justifying your actions. Um, but I remember vividly watching Ginger Snaps, the the third one, because we were doing like the trilogy, mm-hmm. wild times. But yeah, I feel for you, man. That that is like one of the most unhealthy mindsets I have ever been in was night shift. But I know that's the thing a lot of people have to do. Um, yeah, I'm happy to see that you're doing well and you're back back on that grind, that that day grind, that day yeah. shift. What about yourself? Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. It's uh. Yeah, I just I've been watching a lot of shit lately. So like that's you keep it on top of your haircuts. Yeah, I am. Do you, is, that, is that? that a fresh? Does that it looks kind of fresh? But well, I, I got this like it. two weeks ago. But shout okay. out to my barber because I love my fade. Remember J Stacks? <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a J Stacks line. Shout out to my barber because I, I love my fade. You know what? Uh, for all of his faults, he did show love to those he cared for, like his exactly. hoverboard. Yeah, yeah, I know I got a little cut and um, yeah, I've just been like, you know, where you you know that grind 12 hour days, 13 hour days, mm-hmm. and then you get off work and you just want to veg. So I've been catching up and watching a lot of movies, like lots of horror movies. You know, I, I was away for two weeks in October, so I feel like I'm making up for those two weeks of just watching horror flicks that I want to catch up on. Um, but uh, that's, I, I forgot to ask, how was your because last time we recorded was right before you went to your Halloween horror night festival there oh man last time we we had an episode was halloween so so tell tell all of us dude yeah thank you for thank you for the reminder went out with a friend and previous guest of the show nicholas humphreys he's gonna just see i think i might have already told you this but we're definitely gonna have nick on for an episode in december uh nick's on he's making another uh, another thriller right now uh that sounds really really cool and he just finished up doing a directing a, a horror feature for tubi um shout so, out to the kings 
exactly but that's why this is just a little spoiler like in christmas we're going to do an episode nick and it's going to be a very tubi christmas and we're just going to pick a couple of christmas horror movies that you can find on tubi um and that is this like a gift for me or something this sounds amazing like it's a gift for all of us really wow realistically nick uh contributed to the Town kickstarter and bought one of the terror table episodes i'm like he's one of like you know all those people it's like you didn't I appreciate you doing that, but like you didn't need to do that. Like we'd have you on anytime. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so we're going to cash in on that for December. Also, the, on the same token, next week, I'll just give everyone a heads up now that we're going to be doing a really exciting episode with another mm-hmm. previous guest, Craig Siliphant, um, the movie geek from Saskatoon. He's going to be coming on and we're going to do an episode on Terminator. Look at my boobies, Jack. Look at them. Come on. So nice. The original yeah. Terminator, which is a boozy idea, and I think it's a great idea, and that's gonna be a lot of fun. But yeah, back to uh, horror nights, fright nights at Vancouver PE, the Playland mm-hmm. experience. This is my first year, and man, those haunts were incredible. Like, if you are ever in Vancouver around the spooky season, I think it opens up in September and it goes until like November 3rd. Honestly, man, some of the best haunts I've ever been in. And we, yeah, we went right after we finished recording that episode with Daniel. And uh, yeah, Nick Humphreys and his sister Diana, our friend Nat and, and Corey. And it was just, it was awesome, man. We got fast passes and like these houses were insane. Like it honestly, I don't want to sound like a dick to people who love, like I had just finished doing Universal Studios Fright Nights or like the Halloween Horror Nights in LA. And these blew all of those out of the water. I was, I was actually going to ask, is that a comparable? Oh, dude, they were way, the Vancouver ones were way better. Like the, the houses, like there were certain moments, like there's one where you walk in and it's like you're in an elevator and they have like the moving floor and like there's mm-hmm. a huge screen. So it looks like, you know, you're looking at like the, the mirrors or the windows of a elevator and you like start dropping, but then you feel like you're going up. And then you like get off and, and men, like there are so many, they had so many animatronics that were totally interactive and were like reaching out at you, but spliced in throughout them all were real people. And like the makeups on these people blew some of the biggest haunts I've ever been to out of the water. Wow. That's really cool. It was great. And the spooky vibes and, and Vancouver playland, like, man, that felt like peak Halloween to me. So thanks for bringing that up. That was awesome. Do they switch it every year? Like, is it new things every season? I know it's uh, your first one, but I don't know if maybe you talk to I think, there. yeah, because I know Nick and Diana, they go every single year. I think they change up a few of them, but I remember, like, while we were in line, like, they would say, like, this is one of my favorite ones, or like, mm-hmm. oh, man, it's this one. But they always change it up a little bit, I assume. Right. But either way, like, yeah, with a fast pass, it's like 100 bucks. We were just walking into these houses. It was, it was nuts and all the fog and the park and the colors and like i think you saw my story found out that that roller coaster is the roller coaster that marky mark finger bangs reese on in fear right uh <laughs> it's it's really important to know where that roller coaster is at all times i was like i was like nick is that the final destination three roller coaster he's like no that's not that one but this is actually the one where reese witherspoon gets finger banged on oh my god yeah it's pretty amazing I love okay so both you and Nick have this have this knowledge I think everyone well yeah well Nick was the one who told me about it but I think everyone cares about which roller coaster (laughs) this happened right yeah yeah it's like with with a great white shark they like they tag it and you can look up like there's a website so you know what all times where it is in the world yeah exactly speaking of great white shark did I tell you about when I was in Universal Studios and I did the tram tour 
and I had my phone out just excited to I was like fuck yes like I'm gonna get to see like the Jaws portion go through Amity and it, the fucking body of water was drained and Bruce is just sitting there oh. in the dry like just dry sun like a salamander that I owned when I was six years old and couldn't take care of him oh uh you mean hot wheel salamander don't no oh god so many incriminating moments on this program um actually i don't know if killing salamanders is either way yeah so that was great let's uh let's talk about so what did you get up to on halloween like did you do anything that night you know what i didn't even do anything interesting i was trying to think about it um and i remember i ended up having to go this is a weird thing that you have to go end up doing but uh, i had to go end up getting a massage uh, one of my girlfriend's students needed like a body so basically anytime they do i end up getting called so i just get free massages in like a 15 minute notice yeah well katie works she she's a she's a teacher yeah she's a teacher at the school that uh that uh morgan went to so like i know i know that whole game like having to go there having to go there it's like oh no i gotta go and get a free massage um but no it's just so random because like it's not that it inconveniences me but it's just so out of nowhere it's like i'm not prepared yeah exactly but you got to go and get an impromptu massage Mm yeah my my man's got to take care of the take care of his shoulders yeah so unfortunately i didn't really get up to anything spooky around here it's already gotten really cold unfortunately yeah yeah i don't want to be a baby because like you know i uh it's fucking cold here too, but then I have to constantly remind myself, bitch, this is this is nothing compared to you know the thirty years in Saskatchewan. Like you guys have it so much worse for sure. So well, it's fucking already minus twenty one here. Gross. Like we just we're like, hey, it's winter. Let's run to it. Let's yeah, grab it. Look that. Um, all right, you want to talk about some movies though? Yeah, of course I do. That's what I'm here for. So I have a couple things. One isn't really horror, but I just kind of want to mention it because it was phenomenal. So I'll kind of get I'll get that out of the way first. My non-horror thing. I just want to mention, I believe this is on Netflix, um, All Quiet on the Western Front, uh, which is a 2022 German epic anti-war film. Anti-war film? Yeah. Yeah. And it's based on the novel of the same name, which is very famous. Yeah. I read that uh, we read that book in school and I remember watching the old black and white film in school and I'm pretty sure our school did like a play on it but uh, my coworker saw this and he just said it was fucking incredible. It It is extremely incredible. It's extremely gruesome and I think really captures I, I'm saying I think like I fucking was there but really captures the like the true awfulness of, of, yeah, of war just war in general. It really it doesn't paint it in this like hoorah americana kind of like you know killing the enemies kind of way more in just of like the, the horrible situation that people got put into it's uh yeah yeah so it, it's fantastic i think anyone should should check it out if they want to be humbled a little bit and uh it's, it's right around uh remembrance day right now so. yeah i was actually i was thinking of watching that on remembrance day Mm-hmm. um because yeah no that it looks great and i've heard great things about it and i'm also happy that you uh kicked off with something that's not really horror because i'm going to do the same okay let me let me have it so i'm going to double these ones up uh i watched clerk the kevin smith documentary as well as clerks three the latest kevin smith film <laughs> <laughs> okay okay and I wanted to bring it up because you know over the years of us doing this show i've definitely thrown some shade towards some of kevin smith's recent movies particularly like 
you know, Tusk, I wasn't a fan of, couldn't get through Yoga Hosers. Um, Jane Silent Bob reboot, I felt was like much like, much like Blink 182, where I am still a huge fan of Blink 182, but all of their recent output has been, for lack of better words, unlistenable. <laughs> you know, like I really say that California had a couple songs on. I know a lot of people really don't like that album. I think that's my least favorite out of the last four albums and or like three albums. I, yeah, I don't, and I, I, I found there's a couple catchy songs on it, but that's yeah, that you're more of a when I'm pure... saying, yeah, when, when I'm saying this, I still paid $180 for nosebleed tickets to see them in Jan, like they're coming to Vancouver in June, and you better believe your boy got tickets. Okay, why are they doing that? That is insane. They are they are gouging people. They are ticket mastering people. Yeah, they are. Uh, but the thing, the lineup is fucking legit. Like Turnstile, yeah. I'm a huge fan of the story so far. But but Blink One Eight Two with Tom back. Um, but yeah, that's I, it's weird. It's, there's a weird dichotomy between. I just was thinking about this last night while I was watching these movies. Is like you know I I the movie really reminded me that specifically the documentary reminded me of how big of an impact Kevin Smith has had on my life and how big of a fan I am of him. Um, Like I have, you know, his earlier works were so instrumental in my upbringing as like a young film fan. Like I watched clerks when I was way too young. Like I go back and watch clerks and you still find new things about it. Uh, Some of the genius behind his, his, uh, but his writing like he's just he's very clever he's very smart and mm-hmm. yeah I don't know there's just something about like it doesn't like not all of his stuff all holds up for me in in general like uh even going back to like seeing Jay and Son and Bob again I'm like you know I grew up loving those characters but if I hear like I could go my whole the rest of my life not ever hearing snoochie boochies again and I'd be com- completely fine I think it's because it makes me recoil in annoyance because we all grew up around those types of characters. I just mm-hmm. grew up around a lot of them. You're, you're getting PTSD when these things happen. Totally, totally. But but the thing is, man, I uh, I I went into like a, yeah, huge fan of Clerks. Mallrats is one of my favorite comedies ever. Chasing Amy is maybe my favorite thing he's ever done. Uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Super underrated. I love that movie. Uh, Jersey Girl, I I actually like Jersey Girl, and I know everyone fucking hates that movie, but I still got love for it. But I love Red State. It's just his recent output, specifically since he, st- he even talks about it since he discovered pot, and it's like Seth Rogen famously introduced him to the the 420 lifestyle while they were doing Zach and Mary make a porno. His stuff just hasn't landed for me. Long story what, short, what the f- what a weird concept. Like he making it sound like he like didn't even know pot existed before that. Like well that and what like, is pot? No, it's just he wasn't a he wasn't a pot smoker to the way like now he's the dude is high 24 7. Uh-huh. And for better or worse, like you know, for me it's like I see a lot of like and I mean this in the fucking furthest from pretentious type way that I see a lot of myself in him and what I mean by that is I relate to how like he he became famous off of his character Silent Bob who never talks but Kevin Smith in real life does not shut the fuck up (laughs) and that's like me like I I rant and I ramble and like I'm sure some people would find me annoying and all of my thoughts but like Kevin Smith is just unapologetically himself and I love that about him Uh, this is a really long way of saying I was very surprised by how much I enjoyed Clerks 3 um, and I love the documentary Clerk. I recommend both of them, but I would recommend Clerks 3 to the the Kevin Smith peers, like the people who were at one point huge fans of his work. It's like most of his stuff. It's crude. It's self-indulgent. It's not particularly well shot or acted. It 
but it kind of works like it all just it works in his universe and um i just think if you've ever been a fan of his spirit or him as a storyteller there's something to be seen there i i want to watch it again because i did admittedly go in thinking like when i watched giant silent bob reboot i almost had to i was like i don't know if i can do it like i don't know Mm -hmm. it's just i might have just really outgrown this and like it was kind of like a a whole hey remember the time i made this movie with this guy and then i brought in this guy and this guy and this girl came along and it's like it was kind of just annoying for me you're you're just like oh yeah i remember those people well exactly it was like a compilation video of like all of his career which also makes sense because you look back you watch the documentary and spoiler if you've seen the trailer for clerks 3 a lot of it is about his heart attack and how he like nearly died and had to turn his life around but it like the whole movie is clerks 3 is just like a retrospective on his whole career and his, his life thus far and it does get a little pander like panderous at times like there's it, it kind of really tries to tug at your heartstrings I did tear up a little bit, but in natural Kevin Smith fashion, he like keeps it going for a little too long um, where it's like, it gets really emotional, but there's some, there is a couple moments that I actually burst out laughing. I was like, man, I forgot how much I love Kevin Smith. Like he, he's made some great, great films, but uh, yeah, no, I, I really liked it. Um, and yeah, I, I recommend it. Well, okay. So you, you'd recommend the actual like Clerks 3 more than the documentary about Clerks. Uh, well, Clerk is just a documentary about Kevin Smith. I recommend that over Clerks 3. Clerks 3, I recommend to people who are fans of Kevin Smith or at one point were. Um, you know, if you're like me and yoga hosers didn't do anything for you, like the, mm-hmm. the documentary Clerk actually makes me, I, of course, I'm not going to watch yoga hosers now. Like, I just, I know it's not for me, but it, it makes you me appreciate it a little bit. It made me appreciate because like you see that it's, it's all he did it all for his daughter and um there's something there's like something really beautiful about it but at the same time as a piece of media for all of us to consume there's only so much like i i appreciate and understand his sentiment as to why he did it and why he wanted to make it and there was something very special for him and his daughter but as an audience member it doesn't do a lot for me um like he's doing it all for his daughter whereas you as an audience want to do it all for the nookie I was just about to say that it's how Fred Durst does it all for them. Yeah, yeah you, you, yeah. I was, I, I knew it. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was holding on to that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I did enjoy them. Uh, so get, give both of them a watch if you're interested. Talk about now. Let's get into horror. So you, you seen okay. some other shit? Yes, and uh, you're gonna have to bear with me because this film. I, I just finished watching it. About- it's Wishmaster Three, isn't it? No, Wishmaster 3 is not on Tubi, which really pisses me mm-hmm. off. You're going to have to buy that box set. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what I've got to do? I've got to fucking message Tubi. Be like, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> why Why don't you have this? Start tweeting at them. No, they literally. Wishmaster 3 at? I've, t- I've tweeted at them before, but they don't want to answer. Mm. All right. So uh, in, in the vein of maybe a Wishmaster in some form, I watched 1989's Beyond Dreams Door. Wow. I don't I don't know if you've ever seen and or heard of this. I have not. It is very much. I, th- I think the reason I wanted to check this out is it's very much a ripoff of Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. But just in a really terrible way where they switch it with a 
a monster who let, let me let me uh ruin this for anybody who who wanted to check it out i'm doing a little bit of spoilers i guess this should be a spoiler warning uh the the main creature which you don't see until maybe like the last 10 minutes you mostly just see his arm every once in a while up until that point the main creature looks like the final bennings monster from the thing except it's only pink and it's done by somebody who saw a picture of it oh god yeah i'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at pictures. I just don't understand what drives you to click play on these things. <laughs> I, I think this one is is um the I I've been really interested in watching ripoffs of like films, you know, like all the the Halloween knockoffs and that sort of thing. And I was like, why don't I watch a Nightmare on Elm Street knockoff film? And there, yeah, there's a lot of those as well. The, but, there uh, is, uh, and I've never really dug into it. And I just think it, I, I was curious about it. And it's, it's really unfortunate when you have something like a dream sequence and you don't use any fog. Yeah. It, 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 I can't tell this, this, uh, every this movie fog. needs more fog. Yes. Um, if you can't tell already, this movie was not great. They had a couple of neat practical effects, I guess. They get a, a middling neat. Um... <laughs> I see on the DVD collector's edition cover, uh, Joe Bob Briggs says, one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. And that dude has seen everything. I don't even know if it's strange or if it's just like really base level and it doesn't really understand what it wants to do basically there's like a i i don't even know how to explain it there's a this these certain people in life who don't experience dreams and it's just because they forget them but then the dreams get mad because they're like (laughs) nightmare monsters yeah so these dream people come back to haunt people to make them remember dreams so that they die in them oh boy Yes. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, this is on Tubi. Shout out to Tubi. Much respect. But uh, this one is a, uh, a definite pass. Don't watch this. So it's called Beyond Dreams Door, right? <laughs> yeah. Wild. Okay. All right. Well, one that I would recommend, I'm going to follow this up, is a film that D- Daniel spoke about on the show last week, which I decided to check out right after we finished recording, is I watched Deadstream. Oh, yes. That's that's going to be playing at the uh, the film festival here in town yes, as well. Yes, sir. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, playing at this year's Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival, and it's written and directed by Joseph Winter and Vanessa Winter, power power filmmaking couple themselves. But, uh, yeah, the the synopsis is... A disgraced internet personality attempts to win back his followers by live streaming one night alone in a haunted house. But when he accidentally pisses off a vengeful spirit, his big comeback event becomes a real time fight for his life. So you haven't seen this, right? No, I have not. Okay, you got to make sure you're at that screening because uh, that's I actually like... why I, I just I, I thought about it. It's like, oh, I should watch this. And I remembered, yeah, it's at the festival. That's why I haven't checked it out yet. It's like, let's see it on the big screen for sure. And I know we've talked about this recently and it made me think about it afterwards. I was like, we were talking about how you're not really a fan of horror comedies, but mm-hmm. I feel looking back on it, that's completely false. Like it's just there's certain types of horror comedies that don't work for you. But like there are so many right. movies that are along the lines of this like i feel like this has boozy written all over it um like it's one thing that i noticed a lot of like a lot of the divide with people in this film seem to be 
people find him like the the streamer annoying and obviously it's going to be annoying it's he's supposed fucking... to be that's what yeah. streamers are these days but at the same time i don't feel that he's that annoying so i don't know what that says i i found him more funny like i like there was moments like this movie's right. genuinely funny and like there's it falls into all the trappings that you would expect for you know like a, a youtube streamer horror movie but it was written by someone very clever and with the that that's really funny and i thought that it really worked i i had a lot of fun watching this movie and like daniel said last week it like by the time it wraps up i felt like i had like a jolt of adrenaline and i was ready to go for those halloween horror nights in vancouver here so i was like I had, I had a lot of fun with it i just thought it was really energetic it was clever um like like an example of like a type of joke that's in this movie is like he's walking through the house and He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is a real paranormal G spot of the house. Like he's like that kind of, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right up your, right up your alley. Hey, yeah. He said G spot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I honestly loved watching him, and that, you, like, you can just tell that this thing was made for like next to nothing, mm-hmm. and it's an idea that, you know, could be really like in theory. When you hear what it's about, I'm like, eh, that just sounds like something that I would end up not not enjoying at all. But uh, I was proven wrong. I, I really liked it. I think we'll be talking about this one at the end of the year. And I'm excited to see what jo- Joseph and Vanessa Winter come up with next. I, I still haven't seen VHS 99, but from what I've heard, their segment is the one that everyone is really into, uh, where it's found footage in hell. So I'm excited yes, to see that yes. one. Uh, but yeah, Deadstream, it's on Shutter. And But if you're in Saskatoon, this would be such a fun one to go see with an audience. So I'm really happy that John, Jeff, and uh, yourself, and Jay, and the whole team are, are putting together. Like, you guys are showing a couple of films that are that are playing on Shutter right now, but this one is definitely one that would be more fun seeing with an audience. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not like necessarily built for the like, it's not cinematically built for the big screen. It's more the communal experience of watching and reading the comments that play on the side of the the screen. Like, there's some good shit. So. Yeah, it's very, uh, yeah, very good. I enjoyed it. I, I'm, you know what? That's awesome to hear that we've had a couple of people mention that. And I've seen, yeah, I've seen uh, a few more just on like social media talking about it. And yeah, I'm really excited. I'm glad that we're having it at the festival. And it sounds like uh, everyone in attendance will have a great time. So come and check that one out. Exactly. Do you know, do you remember what I'm talking about? It was a short film that they showed at Saskatoon Fantastic a few years ago where the guy does like, his top 15 deaths like it's this guy doing like a basically watch mojo like here's the top 15 ways that i die yeah uh, no, oh man. i don't remember that okay one. i need to find out what it's called john, hopefully john's listening and he can send it in because that was like i think it won best short film that year too yeah um but this definitely reminded me of that like it's like it's annoying in nature because it's the zany podcast youtube what's up folks don't forget to like comment right. subscribe whatever you know very much like brandon christensen's super host which i actually met the one of the stars of the film she uh she is in my new buddy's film that i saw at uh at the vancouver horror show there it's called in the shadow of god oh awesome um very very cool short i'll talk about that more on a future episode but yeah no either either way it's it's fun what else you got Okay, uh, let me get my next one out here. I, I don't know if you watched this. This is actually one we had discussed off off the, off the record, but I checked out 2022's Fall. Yes, we both did. Let's yes. do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's talk about it. So this, like I watched it, I th- 
around like i i asked you i was like because this is this movie is made for people like you and me like oh my god <laughs> so the movie yeah it's called fall it's best friends becky and hunter find themselves at the top of a 2000 foot radio tower uh and it's the produ- production team behind uh 47 meters down and yep. you know if you've listened to any episodes of the terror table you know that boozy and i are gluttons for this shit um so this one yeah it had every had all of the trappings except for sharks there's a severe lack of sharks but everything else is there what did you think i thought it was pretty fun interesting if you didn't think about it too hard that's all these movies yeah you can't uh, well i I think that they well no i was just kind of with with what you're given in terms of survival i think some of the things don't entirely make sense in a weird way like they spend a lot of time up there and they don't ever really seem that uncomfortable in terms of like water or heat Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just they like they hang out there for a couple days they just yeah. i i was expecting more of like a, a 48 hour yeah yeah <laughs> but you know you, you gotta climb with the best of them you gotta climb with the best gear possible like 40 dollar oh, exactly. chuck taylors <laughs> and you you gotta tie off to each other at all times so oh, that you both can go i had so much fun watching this movie like it, it was it, I wouldn't like I would definitely say obviously in terms of movies like 47 meters down I definitely like that one more um, but this is it's the exact same movie man it's insert plot of every single movie like this ever here um, like every single beat in the survival subgenre is hit in this thing oh right down to like the like uh, traumatized hero who like is, is coming in with some baggage exactly it's like okay so friend friend dies in a climbing accident scares lead away from her passion makes her spiral into alcoholism other friend convinces her to take control of her life and climb this three thousand foot yeah, cell phone one tower. last time exactly it's like you gotta take control of your life and uh yeah it's it, it gets to the point man where i feel like does someone out there own the rights to these tropes because there's like <laughs> The, the the whole subplot it's just it's been done so many times and even like you know the dream sequences and like it's stuff that you see in the shallows you see 47 mirrors down even the descent um like these but that's the thing there's nothing original it's how you make things uh, your own but if i'm being honest as much as i did have fun watching fall there's like virtually nothing new here to find like the the best thing that you can take out of it is i am scared of heights and i did mm-hmm. feel pretty squeamish at a couple yes. parts like it looks it looks pretty fucking good for them being like, I love how this movie had, I didn't even look it up, but it couldn't have cost much to make. And it's kind no, of just they're a, They're pretty much on like a little, just a little stand in a green screen for quite a bit of it. Yeah, no, exactly. But the uh, problem with these concepts is you need to have characters who are dumb enough to do shit like this to get, and like, you're going to have to listen to those characters that are dumb enough to do something like this, have conversations right. for an hour and a half. So that's there, like, and there are a few cuts in this thing that straight up transported me back to like the early 2000s straight to DVD horror, which I was a big fan of a lot of those movies. But I straight up laughed at full volume at some of the shit that was happening in this movie, specifically how how it ends up wrapping up is like one of my favorite things in the world. Like, do you you know what I'm talking? You know what I'm talking about? The the, the best shoe? plot, yeah, the best shoe plot device. Oh. I. I was fucking, I was like, no way, no way. <laughs> I love that they don't address it or show it after. They're, no, oh, <laughs> you no. do what you got to do, I guess. 
yeah oh i i would have loved to see it splat <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yeah no it's wild I, but honestly i think it was for what it was and for what the story being such a small concept it it was fun i didn't yeah i did never feel like i was like needing to fast forward i had a good Fuck time no. watching it yeah no i 100 if you're someone like boozy and i who like they generally like these kinds of movies i can even even as much as as much acid as i can throw these movies ways that throw this movie's way it's it's all i still really enjoyed watching it like i had fun mm-hmm. watching it um but it is yeah it's it's exactly it's exactly what you expect but the weirdest thing happened to me while i was watching this and i can't explain it i don't know what happened but right when they got to the top like in the film i'm sitting watching this thing on my couch when they got to the top my ears popped like you know when you're on a plane you were, you were like experiencing the height I, with them I, I was actually kind of weird i was like what the f-? Like, like i didn't even yawn or anything it's just it was compl- it's never happened to me before but my right. ears I, I i'm not saying that the movie caused this i'm just like that is like the weirdest time for this to happen uh but yeah it didn't i was like ooh, ooh, 4d took another rip of the bong and kept watching <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah fun fun movie uh definitely like i said yeah if you're a fan of this kind of stuff watch it on a on a sunday morning or something yeah it's it was all right i mean i i didn't hate i wouldn't have kicked it out of bed for eating cookies (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay what else have you seen you know honestly that's pretty much all i've i've so i think i had mentioned a while ago about that tv show black spot i was watching so i'm just wrapping up the last season of that black spot yeah Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, you talked about that one last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, I will talk about uh let's do I got one last one them to talk about. And it's one that I, I can't remember if you talked about last week or the week before, but I gotta check out the new Limb Biscuit inspired film, Significant Other. <laughs> I I was very upset after we finished recording last time. I was like when we were talking about significant i think that was two episodes ago i was like i didn't even reference fucking limp once yeah exactly i'm choosing to believe that they are paying hom- homage to limp biscuit with very subtly yeah. yeah so this is a new one on paramount plus and it stars micah monroe and plop from the office i gotta look up <laughs> i love that you know right i remember we were talking about that it's yeah. like it's uh the guy that was like mini jim oh yeah it's plop plop yeah so plop yeah and he was in that so jack jake lacy he's also in the first season of white lotus um but yeah this one and this one's directed by dan burke and robert olson also written and direct written by dan burke and robert olson um but yeah this is it's a new one on on uh it's a new i would say you know sci-fi horror film on paramount plus your review had me intrigued enough to and also a killer poster i love the poster it feels very west coast um there's like i had no idea what to expect if it was going to be you know a wendigo story or like a supernatural thing or aliens and um yeah it's just it's basically the setup of backcountry with the themes and tones of honeymoon like what you had said i didn't enjoy it as much as either of those movies but I do love the concept that they went for and the themes that they were playing with. I'm a sucker for relationship tales that turn to horror. And this one does that very, very well. Um, It also, oddly enough, has... I watched it thinking that it was going to be on the episode where we talk about Terminator, but there's some like Terminator homages in this thing. I was like, this absolutely had to have been inspired by Terminator a little bit, like a couple moments. Um, But I was... 
I'm not gonna lie the first little bit I felt like I was like it might be a little too derivative for me like it's just you know it's like fall where it's like of course we've seen this all happen before um, but what are they going to do to make it their own make it fresh and it really does have a turning point in the middle and it takes shape into a whole different kind of story and i was i was pretty into it man like for for the rest of the you were down for that that's a it's a big switch so if you're not down for it it kind of throws the movie off i felt it woke me up like I felt like I was yeah. like, you know, um, I obviously enjoy that setup because I just talk I'm a huge fan of backcountry and ho- honeymoon, but it does something a little new with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has some like genuinely shocking moments. And I wouldn't say that it overall, like it, it definitely didn't blow my hair back or anything like that. I just I had enough fun watching it to say that I'd recommend it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you're a fan of that kind of stuff, it definitely it's one of those movies that turns into a completely different type of movie halfway through. Uh, and you know it gets pretty bananas so yeah there's one scene with involving a deep fake that really fucking was made me squirm a little bit i was like oh that's strange uh but yeah that's significant it, other yeah i remember it's like it, it's kind of original in its own little way with like one or two things i don't know it brought something different to the table yeah. uh after a certain point like, like you were saying it's very derivative up until that point yeah the yeah it was definitely like oh man like there's got to be some kind of like wicked payoff and um while i wouldn't say that it's a wicked payoff it is a payoff mm-hmm. uh there's definitely worse things to be watching out there this year like mike monroe is always great plop is plays the role well um but yeah that is that before we go into our main feature uh presentation a conversation we had a couple of weeks ago was Dahmer and like the whole romanticism right. of serial killers these days. Yes, and the and the Dahmer verse that is coming. Did you see that there? That's why I want to bring it up. They he just announced there's another two mm-hmm. series in his monster series is what he's calling it. And I'm wondering what what we're gonna get. And the the reason that made me think of that is also I don't know how much you know about Charles Cullen. Do you know about Charles Cullen? He was the good, like that, it's, the book. And Macaulay Culkin's buddy? Mm, no. Colin, more, damn it. No, it doesn't. He's more sleepy. Um, okay. this, the, it's based on a book. Like, well, it's based on tr- a true crime that happened. Um, but I read the book years ago. And then I'd heard that Darren Aronofsky bought the rights to turn it into a movie. So I've been awaiting mm. this thing for a while. Because, um, and I don't, this was before we had the like huge influx of, serial killers everywhere um but charles cullen was like he he was a nurse who was basically loading up iv bags and poisoning people in their sleep and killing. oh yeah 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 he's killing people at the hospital and just very twisted uh but i was like oh and aronofsky being behind it like i'm i'm interested in and it's it's now on netflix but fuck man they sexed up charles cullen as well (laughs) like it's played by the guy who's in the the fantastic beast movies eddie 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 redmayne oh i know exactly who you're talking about yeah it's a very handsome fella yeah him and uh jessica chastain he's an he's an angel of death yes they're like oh man there was a moment when i was watching i was like oh my god are they really trying to give this guy sex appeal because like if you know anything about charles cullen you just know the guy was creepy from the get-go mm-hmm. um but yeah i i don't know i, I be completely honest wouldn't recommend the movie that much i i mean me I, I might just I, be a little cynical on all these serial killer things happening right now but i think it's kind of interesting that they went with a, a, a killer who's uh i guess you'd consider less 
interesting i don't know you know the the serial killers that always kind of get the the bigger stages are the the more gruesome ones you know it's yeah it's not all it's not always the guy who like walks around with a pistol like no you know nobody really thinks son of sam is that cool if he had a knife that they probably would have and that's just kind of what it is is people are like more into that gruesome stuff so it's kind of interesting that it's just a guy who like you know just sneaks in at night and fucking puts a needle yeah. in their id bag yeah it's it's a lot less that's what uh, made me interested climactic in i guess yeah but that's what made me interested in seeing is i thought we'd maybe find out more about like right. you know like i read the book and everything so i do know why like you know certain explanations as to what could have gone wrong in his head mm-hmm. uh to make him feel that way but like the whole hook and i'm pretty sure it's in the trailer even it's like why did you do it and he goes because they didn't stop me and it's you know people just laying in bed just fighting right. for their lives yeah, yeah, yeah. unconscious is, if it's you like took you it away from coward. that it would have been kind of cool as like a tag you couldn't yeah. stop me but when you think it's just a bunch of people sleeping it's like <laughs> yeah they, they didn't really know honestly like yeah you're not it's, that if could yeah. you imagine if like they did a michael myers-esque character like that like it would somebody getting at the hospital they'd be like getting ready for bed and they'd be like looking left and right and then lay down and then this nurse kind of just floats yeah. into the room just sneaks out and just starts getting stabby <laughs> but only with their with their iv bag nothing else oh <laughs> uh, yeah dark dark timeline we're living in yeah um all right do you want to get on to bodies 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 yeah less right. less uh sexualizing of serial killers and more bodies 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 yeah more drowning pool please Let the bodies hit the- all right see y'all on the other side to play bodies 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 yes. oh my god does anybody have service yeah, yeah. Fuck going on? i'm a hot girl, hot girl rich girl guys i get so stressed out every time we play this someone always ends up crying <laughs> so how do you play if you draw the piece of paper that has the X on it, you are the murderer. Everyone else has to avoid being killed. What is that? Xanax, do you want one? Yeah. What is happening? Our friend is dead. So if you could just like not escalate the situation, that I'm not escalating. You're holding a knife and you're moving your hands while you talk. That would be so fucking obvious if I were the killer. David. More. You're always gaslighting me. You fucking trigger me. You are so toxic. Relax, relax. You're silencing me. Is that all you got, motherfucker? Did you just fucking shoot me? I can't believe you're making this about you. What are the features that you're bringing? Well, I just look like I fuck. You know what I mean? Mm I look like I, f- I fuck. And that's the vibe I like to put out there. Yeah. And welcome to our main feature presentation where we are discussing Bodies, 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 which is a late 2022 release. And mm-hmm. it was directed by Helena Rain. Uh, we're choosing to believe that that is how you pronounce her name. I apologize if that is not how you do it. My guess is the J is silent. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the... <laughs> 
we're trying our best on that one exactly and the the film is starring amandla stenberg maria bakalova uh maria bakalova do do you know who that is she's a borat too oh is that his daughter yeah my wife so it's not his wife it's his daughter but yeah okay okay yeah, good to and, see she's uh in other things yeah and killing it like she's you know spoiler she alert, really this. really good in this film but uh rachel sanat uh chase sue wonders pete davidson malaya harold lee, lee pace and connor o'malley so yeah this film is a slasher-esque movie it is when a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends and one party gone very very wrong uh so i toss this one out as a an example of something that we could do on one of these one-off episodes you know we i appreciate that people kind of see that we like to keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening on in the indie world of of horror and and also um, spookies and spookies as well yes um, <laughs> we keep our finger on that pulse as well we do we do but bodies 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 is one that completely went past me it came out at a time where you know i just like a couple months ago i think i just had too much going on i wasn't going out to the movies as much as i'd like normally like to so i missed it and wanted to catch up with it because i know this is one that's been really polarizing among audiences this year I've talked to some people who just like loved it. And then I've talked to other people who are like, don't ever watch this movie. Um, I have spoken to actually more people who kind of feel that way. Um, but, you know, Boozy and I, we're, we're both slasher boys. And uh-huh. also, I, I, I think a good place to start is, I'm just going to say, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in maybe 15 years. I don't pay attention. <laughs> what a weird... <laughs> i know but just hear me okay, out here. okay okay i'm listening i'm listening i'm so, all ears it's been like 15 years since i've watched saturday night live i don't pay attention to the kardashians so i don't know why a lot of people hate pete davidson but i mm-hmm. think you and i at one point we felt the same i love pete davidson yeah. um sorry skeet davidson yeah <laughs> skeet <laughs> Uh, I do like I'm a fan of Pete Davidson I really enjoyed King of Staten Island is one of my honestly one of my favorite recent comedies uh, yeah that one was really good yeah I, I just I like him I find him inherently funny I also think you know something you and I have talked about before is like we kind of relate to him because he's like he's an adult but he's still a dipshit like us yeah yeah <laughs> and he... that's what makes us kind of gravitate towards him and his his sense of humor I think the guy can't he could just be there and not say a word and I find him funny. So I, I like Pete Davidson. So that was a selling point for me watching this movie. And I know a lot of people are like, ugh, like a lot of people are just tired of him, you know, being an absolute G and being in relationships I, with Kim Kardashian. Fucking Kate I don't, I'm not entirely sure why people were like against him or harassing him just because he was with her. I feel like because people haven't liked him from before then. And I think that it, it, that's why I brought up Saturday Night Live. Maybe there are right. people out there who still put stock in Saturday Night Live and don't like his humor because he was, right. from what I understand, big on Saturday Night Live. That's why I brought that up. <laughs> I, but either I, I way, just, I, I, like, I him. like him. I like him because uh, he called uh, Louis C.K. a piece of shit a while ago. And, and that's always a good thing to do we can't even get in we can't i'm not going down that road that's but, uh, that's totally fine i'm just i'm putting my two cents in right there that's fine I, honestly i'm i'm with you like i 
at one point love Louis. No, we we can't. We can't. No. Um. Okay. But bodies, bodies, bodies. This is one. Did you know anything about it going in? All I I knew it was that it was a weird title for a movie. I I really didn't know anything about this when you recommended it. Though I was like, okay, this is good. This is good. I'm I'm getting to check out more of 2022 because I was just about to watch Barbarian. Oh, you motherfucker! Jesus, <laughs> so close. Yeah, uh, but instead I, I watched you. Bodies times three. Okay, well yeah, I'll get let, back to it. Yeah, let's so let's talk about it. Also, oh, yeah, okay. Um. Oh, that, sorry this is totally off topic but i just remembered like we were talking about the whole uh serial killer thing mm-hmm. and how they're making like the monsterverse do you have a theory on who this is totally off topic of bodies 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 but do you have an idea like who's going to be the next i i'm personally just picturing liam hemsworth as the btk he'll come out like ready to like attack someone but just for some reason he's shirtless yeah he'll be shirtless but immaculate abs yeah he's got the glasses (laughs) still yeah i love when they do that thing where they just like they'll give him one defining or two feet he'll be like okay we got his hair right and we got glasses the rest of him is just a smoke show which is not accurate at all yeah (laughs) i think they're gonna get somebody oh man like enrique is gonna play richard ramirez just someone like yeah yeah just someone strikingly handsome yeah is enrique still handsome do we know i'm sure he is age can't do anything to that man but i'm picturing like you know um the uh like in the druid's hand we do it's funny because how that came together in the trailer was like it started as a joke like i pitched to jason i was like i want it to be like huge letters like burn the past like and i was i was joking about it but then we did it and we're like oh that actually looks legit and it's cool (laughs) but imagine liam hemsworth and like you said all of his like sure and it's just b T K. <laughs> he's in your house. It's him, you like don't pulling, know where. pulling a rope. Yeah, <laughs> he's oh also god. shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, sorry for that. I just, you know, the ADD brain is taking over. I, today. I love it. I love it. I, I, anytime we can besmirch the sexifying of serial killers, yeah. we're okay with it. <laughs> Sexy BTK. Um. All right. Get out of here, sexy BTK. <laughs> hey, BTK, do your thing. <laughs> 21. Can you do something for me? <laughs> can you talk to the ops for me? <laughs> God. Okay. Bodies, bodies, bodies. Yes. Um, so, yeah, this uh, the movie is essentially a whodunit. And I like to think that you and I have kind of we've been fans of that style of filmmaking for a, a mm-hmm. long time you know this goes back to you know obviously certain things come to mind like April Fool's Day um, uh, movies from the 80s that would have concepts like this that just basically put a group of unlikely friends in a house together like spookies and like you know, spookies um, Night like of the Night of the Demons one yeah. and two exactly yeah so it's it's a tale as old as time um, but yeah, like what, uh, I guess let's just, let's start it off here. What are overall thoughts on body? I want to hear bodies? yours first. Okay. Um, I was so confused on how I felt about this movie upon finishing it. I was like, well, I hated spending time with those characters. Like that they are just awful Gen Zers. but at the same time, I think the movie's really great at what it does um i'm a fan of it without a doubt but like when it finished i was like 
that was exhausting just because you had to be around those people but that's the point of the fucking movie and it's the the whole gen zers being awful gen zers mm-hmm. but i think that the the whole idea that they were going for really paid off in the end but that being said though i i'm not trying to act like i'm above the movie or that i'm smarter than it i'd like to think that actually most people watching it might have felt the same way that i did but i knew like almost instantly what was happening like I called the the ending from a mile away, but that didn't take away from the enjoyment of the movie. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. Maybe we'll do a little spoiler. Should we do spoilers? Let's do spoiler free quickly, and then we'll go into okay. spoilers. Because there, this is one that kind of has a. I'm I'm now saying that I saw the spoiler coming from a mile away, but, uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. It's well, I think it was really good at what it what it was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have great like minor gripes with it that kind of took me out of it at times but then even those like for example they're they're wandering around a dark house people are being picked off and the chick is still wearing glow sticks around her neck <laughs> but then by the time the movie ends i'm like that was 100 a conscious decision and like how self-centered all these people are and how untouchable that they think they are um so it, yeah it all it worked for me what about you you know, I I wasn't entirely sure where we were going off the bat with this. Once they started explaining the bodies bodies game, yeah, because it was only bodies bodies, so that means that the rest of the bodies are the actual bodies. <laughs> is what I got. We're blowing this um, thing wide open. Yeah. Um. So right away when they were kind of explaining the rules of this game to these all unlikable characters, it's like okay, I'm getting a little bit of like cry wolf vibes with this. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I, I like the. Uh... Oh wow! Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I just fuck. It's been years since I've seen that, but yeah, that's another great example of exactly. Shout out, Cry Wolf. Was. Yeah. Um, I was gonna throw it in when you were mentioning all those other films, but I was like, you know what? I'll wait for after. Um, so I, I kind of like that idea. I like that they had the the hurricane in there as kind of that that foil as to why everybody's sticking around and why the lights are off, which, uh, yeah, yeah. So the interesting idea for this film yeah you're right you you get so many unlikable characters all together and they're just yeah they're they got that uh main character syndrome all of them i was trying to figure out why certain people had like tension and stuff also uh, did you question what was going on right when you started this film because i was like did i accidentally start watching a porno or something because it, <laughs> it, it, it's just yeah smoochies right off the it bat gave, and it's I honestly like and not for the reasons that people would probably expect but like I was instantly hooked into it then because it was giving me spring breakers vibes like or, like you know an A24 <laughs> giving that like spring breakers well I love I love spring I breakers know and, and this movie actually could live it could pair fairly well with spring breakers mm-hmm. um but no like I they're definitely putting it all in your face they're shoving all of the 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 subtext is not subtext in this movie and that's what makes it work in my opinion like mm-hmm. i'm really happy i actually watched it and didn't listen to the people who told me not to because i can it understand really... all the people who told me not to watch it are all nowhere near our age and that's the right. thing is like we're 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 somewhat connected to these types of people and if you are a part of if if you have any sort of I'm trying to go about you sorry you take over I'm trying to go about this with grace but I just sound like I'm fucking being condescending I'm not meaning to but it's like if you're part of like a part if you know anything about or are around like party scenes around people like this 
people are fucking awful. Like our our like our generation is terrible, and the the world that we're living in with the like it's obviously so on the nose with like uh, social media is making people very self centered and very self obsessed and self absorbed, and that's all true. But do we want to spend time with them through an hour and a half movie? The I think that they justify the movie's existence with those conversations, mm-hmm. like with like everything that's ba- everything bad that is happening to these characters is by their own design. They they bring it on themselves. That's my favorite I, part about it. I also like that they have a little bit of depth in terms of why they are assholes in the way that they yeah. are. They do explain like a lot of these people their how they how they grew up. Like they they attack each other because they're all they have all grown up together and they're attacking each other for all these things that they've picked up over the years. This like inherent dislike because like nobody's perfect you know so like all your all your family and friends have some kind of fault where you're like i don't like that one part or whatever about somebody which is totally fine and that's just a common part of you know being around people for a certain amount of time so it's they did a great job i think of personifying all these characters and you really do feel like these people have all been around each other for a long time um, I and will hated say each that, other secretly and yeah and like, secretly hate each other I, I love that the the one girl really fucking hates the other girl's podcast yeah the, so I'm like oh man hate... I have a lot of friends that definitely hate me in my podcast well that like <laughs> she hate listens to your podcast so yeah like, that's when the like normally like recently and I'm not saying that because we're podcasters but it is like it's such an easy joke to go with because oh yeah but there this one pays off so well because it's like it's so true though like they're yeah and like uh my my favorite part of that whole thing too is her being like it's a lot of work to host a podcast you gotta get like a google calendar and you gotta like send an email <laughs> and it's like amen like i love i love them poking fun at that because it's yeah. so true and it's like it's a lot of work it's like really it's I not just, that much work <laughs> i just uh, yeah like stuff like that it was nice little like trinkets of personality that these characters have i love how like the talking with the one girl who like said she came up through the struggle and it was like your parents are upper middle class yeah uh it's just i don't know stuff like that i think that did you have a favorite character because this isn't like i don't consider this a straight up like it's like a slasher who done it in a it's, way okay now we can start talking let's just spoilers here because like mm-hmm. the all right so spoilers before if you if you do want to tune out for some reason and you don't know which i do recommend actually just watching it if you don't want to know the spoilers uh because i'm just gonna go ahead and say i really like this movie like i it, even just us talking about it now and thinking about it a little bit more it's jumped up in my books a little bit um mm-hmm. it's just it's not like a super pleasant experience but it's a horror movie and it shouldn't be uh what about you boozy do you recommend this one I, you know what i definitely do i think it it has enough, um, like, I'm going to say, un- unlike yourself, I-, I didn't immediately see what the what the outcome was going to be. Okay. So, like, I-, I think for a lot of people, the-, the unraveling of that is the fun part, you yeah. know? Um, I- this is very much like, and especially with, with films like that, is it-, it lives and dies by that, that whodunit, do you care enough to follow along? Sure, yeah. you can watch, but do you actually care what these characters are doing? And you know, I thought it was it was a lot of fun. It was, you know, it also kind of reminds me of, you know, there's tons of movies we talk about that reminds me of, but it's the same with like something like Knives Out even. Totally. Yeah. Knives um, out, even like movies like Cheap Thrills. They're just, you yeah. know, like a really um, I, I kind of 
I, I liked it. It was it was fairly gruesome. I think the kills were yeah, interesting enough. I didn't ever feel like there was any like, oh, that was kind of a shitty way to, you know, have somebody go. I, I liked that they were a little bit different each time and it kind of kept kept you guessing like who's doing what and where, which yeah. is, you know, obviously once again, what you're supposed to be filming those movies. And I also just want to say I really enjoy the one character who looks like he's like 40 compared to Lee all the Pace. other yeah. yeah um i i love that he taps out early to go to sleep i'm like that's my man right there he's like hey guys <laughs> i'm going to take a nap yeah no totally and that's one thing i before we go in spoilers i want to get out of the way like that's why i was so hesitant on saying that because i'm like i don't ever want to sound like that dipshit asshole who's like mm, I, I saw it coming from a mile away and everything but I, I think it's just um the vibes of the movie and maybe because i've been over the last year like kind of around some some toxic ish people that mm-hmm. have made me think like i just kind of saw what they were going for with like there's got to be a reason as to why all these characters right. suck and that you know uh it becomes kind of apparent when you don't see the killer on screen right away that that's just what made me kind of think of it but i certainly don't think i'm smarter than this movie i just said that's the the twist is my favorite part and it doesn't take away from the fun of watching it all unfold even if you mm-hmm. do kind of see it coming um but yeah, it, it, yeah, big fan. Uh, definitely recommend it. Let's now go into spoilers. So the okay. spoiler is they're all just killing themselves. <laughs> uh, they, they're <laughs> killing each other, killing each other because they all are just, you know, self-absorbed, thinking that ever they they think that they're they're trying to weed out who's the killer, and by doing so, they end up, you know, fumbling into killing each other, and it's brilliant like it's very very clever and very smart and like that's where it was specifically lee pace death was where i was like okay that's got to be what's going on here they're just gonna because you don't see the killer ever you just Mm -hmm. see them accidentally kill each other yeah there's there's no giallo like hand with a knife walking around a corner first person um i kind of did like that they didn't give you any breadcrumbs in terms of like, oh, we could throw you off with something like this, because then you do expect just a slasher the whole time, yeah. which it kind of sometimes, you know, d- like tipped its hat to doing that, which is a great idea for especially for the outcome, being that it's, yeah, like a, it's a really a, just a series of unfortunate and stupid events. Yeah, exactly. And everything done by their own hands, like the the whole, the movie just really touches on like virtue signaling and how easy it is i for... love that they were making fun of that like when they were talking about gaslighting it's like yeah. shut the fuck up <laughs> exactly and like that yeah, there's like certain trigger words that are out these days yeah. that have just become so so common like you know gaslighting and um uh what's the the other one taught like toxicity and mm-hmm. also like this is i mean this uh, i'm not trying to sound cold harder here because i'm someone who uh, like the how easy it is for people to like feign depression and anxiety and use that Mm -hmm. as an excuse for their shitty actions and that's something that like we see a lot of in gen z and like our younger demographic is like uh there's a lot of people who it's an excuse to be a villain in a weird way yeah and to to do shitty things to people and not take accountability for it and Mm -hmm. i think that that's that's not saying that that's what everyone is doing because that's just factually not true um but the, it is something that becomes people's entire personalities and that's what makes them really harmful people to be around. And yeah, it, they can just always dodge accountability for, for their shitty actions when they heard or read something on the internet that they can use as their excuse. 
and they see other people doing it and that's such a huge theme throughout the movie but yeah i think I it was just funny to have those kind of concepts seep in but in such a direct way where it's so dismissive it was just it was really funny because you're you're hearing a lot of these kind of roll off the tongue almost sayings that that people have about certain things and it was just kind of the like dismissive nature that's so funny because it really is that like uh you know there's there's always pushback with any kind of new concepts so it's just funny to see that in in film not that they're like pushing back in a like stand up and negative way it's just such a funny thing to have it integrated with these teen not teens whatever their mid-20s culture that they're they're using these things and calling each other out about it i think you know it's just it's really clever as opposed to kind of like avoiding those kind of things to really embrace it and almost go into it a little bit i think is fun and it just means that it's part of our culture inherently now that they're in the films like this where people can joke about it it's funny exactly no it totally is and that's why i feel like the the divide for a lot of people who aren't really clicking with this one definitely comes from like as as much as these horribly out of touch narcissistic and naive people are that's the whole point of the story but you still have to spend an hour and a half with them but the yeah. silver lining is you get to watch them implode and the deaths around the deaths and the circumstances and the drama around them are fun enough like they yeah. like the it's enjoyable enough for me and like not super on the nose uh i don't yeah it's, it's just fun I, I even i even like the stuff where they were outside when you still weren't entirely sure it it still felt felt very like slasher-esque that they were all you know they were wandering around out there with their cell phone lights on even yeah. reminded me in a this is a really weird uh connection i had with this but when they were all wandering around outside reminded me very much of the when a stranger calls remake from like 2006 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I a movie that I stand actually I really like I that film, yeah. um, but it kind of reminded me of something like that. But it was a lot of fun. I do have to say that what a strange house that had like the longest doggy door hallway I've ever seen. Like that yeah. was, and, and that girl just goes in totally fine. Yeah, totally. That well, that's one of the that's one of the best things about the movie too is like that they are such privileged people. And like that explains the giant fucking mansion that they're staying mm-hmm. and partying and doing all these drugs in. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of really easy routes that the movie could have took and could mm-hmm. have taken. And it they don't do it once. Like they it it feels kind of fresh throughout. And uh yeah. and I think a lot of this hinges on how these characters are portrayed and how they act in terms of realism, because that's what they're going for in this. And I think the characters all like what I mentioned before, they all had enough of something. Yeah. to be like you know interesting that you you were like oh i understand who died because if it was you know if you went through and it's like three different people and you're like i don't remember which character died or who that person was for sure it makes it a lot less climactic it's kind of like obviously the film like obviously scream is way better but something that scream did really really well that this movie also does is it pays attention to the people that it's killing and mm-hmm. yes. like yeah you really get to know these characters and what where they come from and what like how their brains operate and it makes it so much more visceral when they do eventually bite it and um that's something like you know it's kind of unfortunate and sad timing like not to bring the podcast down here but like Saskatoon had a nationwide uh story break about like a woman that like sorry like a 22 year old woman stabbed another woman to death and 
the Cactus Club, like a club that you and I have been to hundreds yeah, a, of a times. Nightclub, uh, a nightclub in downtown yeah. Saskatoon. Yeah, and it's so like it's crazy. I was at work in Vancouver, and people were like, "Yo, did you hear about the stabby in Saskatoon?" And I'm like, "Oh, I like it, it, at the time it wasn't even a no one no one knew that it was a stabbing, but then it's it's so body like the the timing of me watching bodies 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 the night before that happened is so gross to me because they're so similar and like finding out about how like it was over a, a boy like a, a guy and like everyone it was in a crowded nightclub and everyone was taking videos of it so there yeah nobody are, was helping at all exactly and videos and that like it broke the way it broke so quickly like hopefully they've made it harder for people to see now but like I'd be reading about it on CTV and with one click, you can watch the video. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was going into. Like, I had no idea I was about to click on something. I don't know if you saw it, Boozy, but it was, it made me sick. Like, it was, it was really gross that this is out there, that people mm-hmm. are able to see it. Um, but it, yeah, it's just totally this generation that we're living in with people are so, uh, what's the word? Like quick, they're so reactionary. And, you know, something can go so horribly wrong so quickly. and people aren't thinking about the big picture of like what, what you could potentially be doing to someone and yourself. And that's there was a couple of times. Yeah. There was a couple of times watching this where I was thinking about, I don't know if you ever do this when you're watching these kind of movies where it's like, how would I explain this to the cops? How would I not go to jail for this thing? You know, like, totally. like it was an accident, but yeah. was it like, cause that's the thing is, yeah, I'm sure that woman didn't mean to kill that woman, but at the same time, it's like, what do you think is going to happen when you're stabbing her in the face? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but and very that's unfortunate. Like, totally. It's very sad. And like, I really hope that I really hope it's people understand. I'm not like making light of that. It's just, it's very un- weird timing that that happened. And um, you know, their social medias were, were shared all over Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And like, you go to them and you see like, these are just attention people who just the the world that we live in now people really crave attention and they mm-hmm. they want to be the main character in the big story <laughs> and that's like yeah, i like that you said that the movie is just starring like eight people who all think that they're the main character and it's brilliant so yeah mm-hmm. i'm a, i'm a big fan do you have anything what else you got on this one that's that's pretty much it i think that this is definitely like this is uh this is I'm gonna call it serviceable. This is a very serviceable, oh, man. This is better fun than film. Yeah, I I honestly I had fun this week watching both Fall and this movie. I think yeah. they brought enough to the table to keep me interested. And it's like, hey, yeah, check these films out. I I don't understand people not rec. Well, I mean, I guess I could understand not recommending it, but bodies, it bodies, had enough. bodies. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I feel like if. <laughs> I feel like we have a bit higher of a tolerance for these horrible people because we are them. Right. <laughs> like we we've are been ar- terrible, and terrible people. By that, though, <laughs> I mean where we are just inherently surrounded by those people. And yeah, no, yeah. Bodies, 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 I recommend. Uh, I think it's one I'm going to be talking about in a couple months here. So uh, Really? Wow, it yeah. did that big of an impression. Okay. And it's funny because when I finished it, I was like, I don't know what to think. But the mm-hmm. more I thought about it, the more I was like, oh, that movie did exactly what it was trying to do. Um, hey, this is a really weird side tangent. I can't remember if you ever talked about this film. Have you watched Beast yet? Bro. With Idris Elba? I'm thinking about doing it tonight. You can I rent keep, it on Amazon right now. 
I keep looking at it and being like, of course you're going to watch it, bro. Boy, I feel like this would like fall in that same category that like something like fall, like all these kind it's of incident and fall. Movies. Yes. Yeah. It's I, n- nature run amok, but the fall is that, but without any of the nature. That's why we need a buzzard movie, like a full blown buzzard movie. Like full blown. Right. Where like a, a baby gets trapped in a bald eagle's nest. Oh, that's a good idea. And it's like a cross between baby's day out and fucking... yeah, and but it's also like it's one of those eagle nests where like the national television has set up one of those cameras to live yes. feed it. So then you have to watch the baby fight the eagles live. I really think you're onto something here. I think I am too. This yeah, I think is you chase pending that. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, let's wrap up because I'm gonna actually. I think I'm gonna watch Beast tonight. I've been okay. stoked for it, man. I hope it's good. I that's do too. I I love Idris Elba too. I think yeah. he's fantastic. And that's the thing though too is like we're probably the one pot. That's like one of the things that you can get from us that you can't get from anywhere else is that we're legitimately just fans of shit like Fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I remember I saw that that trailer played before Nope, and I was like, oh boy, this has got Mitch and Boozy all over. So it. <laughs> not just, I guess I want to relate these things just a little bit because of content, but like, is this the equivalent for like action people when they see something like Skyscraper? Man, that's so funny. That's, I told Jason I was going to watch Fall and he's like, why don't you just watch Skyscraper? I was like, oh man, I've seen it too many times. <laughs> <laughs> but is like, is that what like when action movie super fans see like Skyscraper and go like, oh shit, yeah. I don't Where, think like, action movie fans are even seeing Skyscraper and like shit. I, I think Skyscraper is just for... <laughs> I don't know. Who does I know, Skyscraper exist for then? I know so many people who worked on Skyscraper because it was a Vancouver production. I have no, I don't, I like, I don't think I know a single person who's seen the movie. <laughs> Except for you. I actually haven't. Oh, but that, that was my that, that so seems like it would be a you movie no way skyscraper no no come on we love a good action rock movie remember yeah, when we a... saw um walking tall remember oh, rampage? Rampage. Holy rampage holy shit holy i shit. forgot rampage existed yeah jason hamill found a hundred dollar cineplex gift card and he sent it to me he's like hmm, look what i found i was like whoa you could see black adam five times with that thing <laughs> <laughs> We gotta we gotta bump those rock movie numbers up. Yeah, exactly. These fucking low budget horror movies like Terrifier and the, even the Smile is just crushing. That's what honestly, man. I'm thinking about trying to get out to see Smile this weekend while it's still in the theater. I, I had. I'm really glad that you things. brought. I'm glad that you brought it up because I also want to mention somebody posted about this about all our like 90s or not our nine or uh, 2000s horror kings coming back. Because yeah. the one detective from that is a guy from uh, the 2000s horror movies who I really enjoy. Because you're talking about like that and like Justin Long is kind of like oh, been in a lot of stuff lately. I love Justin Long and he's a horror legend at this point. Like Barbarian. That's what, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's, it's like 2000s. It's the guys we grew up watching. Oh, Kyle Gallner is the other one. Oh, I yeah. Think, and I like Kyle Gallner. I fucking, yeah, I love, I want to give him a big old smooch. Yeah. But like he did a ton of stuff for us like when we were younger. It's like Haunting I remember Connecticut. He, yeah, 100%. Like, Jennifer's awesome. body. He's in the new Scream. Um, I'm really excited for the new Scream. They are, they are building up hype for that really well. I, and I, I love the 2022 Scream. Like Scream 5, I love. And yeah. I don't know. I'm, of course, I'm going to be excited for it. But the whole, I, I'm definitely one of those people where I'm like, how are we doing a Scream movie with no Sydney? Uh, she was busy. 
<laughs> she had COVID. Well, she, she wasn't getting paid. That's why. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's let's pay our our lead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Either way, I, it's been an incredible year. I'm excited to do our uh, top. Like top tens are going to be hard this year for me. Oh, I I think so, and I think there's still so many that I really got to cram in there. But like, I, I this year's been pretty good. I feel like Barbarian has been hyped too much for you now. Like I, I'm really excited to see it. I hope I hope you enjoy it, but I I I don't. I have no idea what you'll think of that one. Like it's. I hope you enjoy it, but yeah, I have. Yeah, it's got Justin Long. Like how could I not? <laughs> you didn't really like Drag Me to Hell, though, hey? Not overly. Yeah. See, that's it's got some Drag Me to Hell vibes. That's all. Um. Also, can I just mention? Have you? heard about andre overdahl's next movie oh uh what what is it i love la- andre uh the last voyage of the dementor oh no dude this might be one of our most i'm so anticipating like this is huge he's it's one of the greatest um so it, it's a horror film and it's basically it's based off of a short story around dracula and it's uh so the dementor is the the ship that takes dracula from like from overseas oh yeah 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 so i i just found out about this like last week and i'd forgotten to ask you if you uh had seen anything about it but like i'm so fucking horny for that film already oh yeah this this and plus with like nosferatu as well like we're yeah you kind of we've kind of talked about this a little bit uh like off off uh off our podcast but like we want to do some vampire stuff i really want to do a vampire yeah and i i think that there's some big big vampire happenings next year it's good because that's what the kid is trying to do (laughs) um yeah no i i think we should uh you know maybe beginning of december we'll just start recording more episodes and do a vampire series because i know i've been watching the special features for 30 days of night i know you're a big fan of that one i haven't watched the movie again yet like i've seen it a bunch of times but it's been years but uh if you're if you're into the how the sausage gets made and like the making of kind of stuff that 30 days of night blu-ray has a really cool making of featurette there's some really good shit on there so that's for anyone interested yeah, I think that that'll be. I think maybe we might dip into that. Is that a trilogy now? I think there's. Oh three God, ones. I forgot there's even a second one. Yeah, I'm reading buddy. the comics again. There uh, are they any good? I I read Thirty Days of Night when the movie came out, so like 2007. Yeah, uh, I haven't read it since, but I I recently grabbed them off my shelf again, and they're cool. Um, Was that yeah. one of those things where like? all the 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 fans of it were like yeah the movie's nothing like the book <laughs> uh, honestly i think that if people felt that way they're dumb because the the movie from what i remember is even better than the book like the thing is the it's all the artwork is what's so beautiful right. about the 30 days of night graphic series like the comic series i really like the artwork in it um but the the dialogue and everything and the action in 30 days of night from what i'm even watching the special features i'm like god damn like and also shout out Ben Foster always. Oh, we love a good Ben Foster, mm. and he's so good in that movie. But uh, yeah, let's right. What Ben Foster's? Oh yes, he yeah. is. He's, he's one the one the... who's like, they're coming. Yeah, they're uh, coming. I was trying to say, who's the the main guy who I also have a big Josh Hartnett. Yeah. yeah, shout out Josh Hartnett. Yeah, always Halloween H two O, the faculty. Yeah. <laughs> forty days and that, forty nights. That fucking haircuts. <laughs> yes, Zeke's haircut and the faculty. Jesus. Yeah. 
All right, man. I hope people enjoyed listening to this little bit of a weird episode. Um, But yeah, hopefully people enjoy it. And we'll be back next week with our friend Craig Soafant talking about James Cameron's The Terminator. Uh, We're just we're just going to do the OG, but I'm sure that that's going to lead into a little bit of a conversation about all the other ones. But I think Boozy and I even talked off air. We were like, should we just do a series? It's like, man, I, I honestly don't think I can watch Rise of the Machines again. Like I that or Genesis or fucking any of them honestly the one and two or are... what, which whatever fucking other names is there a requiem no there's Gen- genesis spelt wrong um yeah salvation a... salvation is what i'm thinking of with, yeah, that was so... with christian bale right yeah christian bale and anton yelchin shout out um that great one... cast by the way yeah yeah and then like i've seen i saw dark fate in the theater and I, well, whatever let's talk about that next week okay um all right we'll see thank you all for listening to the, the yeah. table Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Terror Table. You can follow our personal accounts. I'm Mitch.Oliver underscore Boozy. Uh, I'm Knight underscore of the Living Deadlift. It's all just underscores in between each word. You yeah, Knight of the Knight of the fine. Living Deadlift. It's it's on our social media, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time on the Terror Table. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>